The following is a Breaks Media podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by my brother, Mr. Bailey the Great. What's going on, bro? What up, what up, everybody? And Mary Almonte may be joining us later. Uh, she got some stuff going on. We'll hope that she'll make it before the end of the show. But, bro, we got a few topics. Like, it's really, it's funny how, like, the, like, slowly but surely, all news is stopped. Like, it's just, it's all corona all the fucking time, bro. So, it's like, like, coming up with stuff for this podcast, it's never really hard because I know we can talk about anything. And, you know, music-wise, we can, we can pass that back and forth all day. But, like, for, like, news items, like, new stuff. It's really not much out here, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, but at, at the same time, um, there's not much content being put out anywhere around this time, you know? Sure. This this is the time where, I mean, music doesn't really have a restriction or a timestamp, but uh, this is sports time, you know? We're talking about March Madness. We're talking about the NBA playoffs is coming up soon. We're talking about baseball starting off. Uh, you know, the uh, the NFL draft is coming up. So this is around the time where sports is kind of booming in a sense. So yeah, that's what yeah. we look forward to. And then we'll get hit with those first quarter. Uh, is this considered? Yeah, this is considered the first quarter, right? First quarter for music? Of the year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be getting those first quarter albums and things like that. So it's just not much, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You talk about dropping content. Did you happen to see uh, Jordan Lucas' video for Will? I didn't. I forgot all oh, about it. Listen, he dropped, like, not even his album. Like, yeah, his album dropped today or whatever. It didn't put it on the list because I didn't have time to make it through. But he dropped this video where he, like, reenacted a lot of Will Smith's favorite, like, movie posters and he dedicated the whole song and video to him saying how you basically never know how you inspire somebody will smith responded to we'll talk about it next week but it's one of the dopest like it's it's his best video you know joiner does come up with some dope videos for what it's worth it was it's it's on point man it's it's definitely on point i'll definitely check that out and i got something to listen to tonight yeah you definitely do bro definitely but um to get into these topics we got welcome to the breaks radio You know, uh, Griselda dropped an album this year, and uh, one of the members of that is Conway the Machine, and he's linking up with Alchemist for an EP titled Lulu, and they came out with the track list and everything to it. Um, I'm, 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 I'm considering how good Griselda was. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Well, the thing, the the key thing is the one thing that I'm interested in is Alchemist. Okay, I haven't heard from Alchemist in a minute. He yeah. doesn't get the, he doesn't get the love that he's supposed to get in this game. You want to yeah. talk about one of the most underrated cats out there. Um, I'm interested to see how that sound going to, is going to go together. You know, Alchemist was my deep guy. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I mean, Alchemist he yeah, he was Mob Deep's uh, DJ for a while or producer. I don't know like what his t- official label was. I remember he dropped a, a mixtape with Lloyd Banks when Lloyd Banks was the mixtape king. That uh-huh. shit still to this day is one of the best mixtapes ever. And you know he's a dope producer. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's gonna be good. Uh, they're riding the wave. You know, Griselda. Honestly, I don't like comparing groups from different eras. Um, but but you know, Slaughterhouse. While the members have been a lot around for a while, the group. I, they're similar i really think that they can have that type of cult following give it give it like three or four years i definitely think they can yeah and plus they're in the they're in the more um 
I would say influential era too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? A lot yeah. of people want to be a part of uh, a new brand or a new sound. And this, the young generation has tapped into a different sound that we don't normally, I wouldn't say we, it's not that we don't like it. We're just not, we're not completely sold on it, but they yeah. do have some, they do have some good songs that there's some good tracks out there, but this right here is something separate from what's being produced uh, nowadays. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, him- and it might, and it might be a pipeline or, or a rabbit hole to them uh, listening to some, some, some hall of fame older you know, cats that sounds similar to them. I can see cats digging in that Wu Tang bag. You know what that I mean? Is, that is true. That locks. That is true. I yeah. think. I think too. Like them, and I said it when when we reviewed Griselda's album. Like it really felt like as close as you're gonna get to old school gritty hip hop uh, nowadays. And him linking up with Alchemist kind of fits in that as well uh, with Conway the Machine. And you know, they're on Slate Shady Records, so they definitely have a, have a big platform. It's just. You know, it's going to be interesting to see like how it, how it continues and how it goes because these super groups never really do well typically on major labels. Really, I mean Wu Tang, but that that that's a whole different thing, a whole different era. They came in as a group, so you know we'll see how it goes, man. Right, right. It's all about the marketing to me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If you can market them well, they can, and you know they don't sell out. If you don't all of a sudden hear a club hit from them, we good. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to hear that. Uh, You're right. But moving into like a more positive news, you know, with Fifty, we talk a lot about him trolling, right? And mm-hmm. this one, it seemed like he actually was trying to give some knowledge to the younger, younger, uh, younger cats out here. So, uh, um, a rapper out of Indianapolis uh, was actually convicted of triple murder when it was proved, like the the detective said, they used the lyrics in his rap to open up an investigation. So Fifty decided to tweet out, "Stop." If you if you gang gang in your, in your lyrics, you, that's how you're gonna look at like uh, to these cops out in public and trying to warn rappers about using real life stuff in their lyrics. Now, me and you come up from a time where we wanted the truth in hip hop, but nowadays with social media and everything else, do you agree with Fifty? Do people need to stop referencing gang activities in their music? Well, see, this is the thing. Like when we were listening to it. We didn't know what the truth was because we didn't see our favorite artists all the time. Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean. No, the only time that we actually seen them is if they did an interview or a, a video or something like that, or you know, at an award show. But nowadays, you have twenty four seven access to these cats, and when they threw out certain things, we had to hope that that was the truth, or we yeah. just ran with it. Yeah. But nowadays, these young cats, they they trying to prove, they, it's like they trying to prove something. Yeah. Like, But we was getting this, we was getting this message a long time ago. We smart enough to notice they had this in the boondocks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 50 is right. Help these cats out. Like, you don't have to be that real. If you are, first of all, real tough guys don't take pictures. Real tough guys don't tell you what they did, what mm. they did, or what they do. You know what I'm saying? These cats either get locked up for life, or they end up dying, or you never hear from them again. You know, those are the real tough guys. They're not about to sit up there and tell you what they really did all the time, unless you know it's past that Statue of Liberty shit. <laughs> but other, other than that, man, like, nah, leave it alone. Because uh, quite frankly, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? If you end up murdering a cat in a state that I've never been to, a city that I've never been to, it doesn't, I'm not afraid of you. I don't think you're tough or anything like that. It's just some lyrical bar that you put up in there. Yeah. So listen to listen to 50, man. Just listen to 50. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's important that he he's the one to say it too because, you know, it came out true that, you know, <laughs> NYPD basically had a hit out on this man. So he knows what he's talking about. 50 knows what he's talking about. And I also think, 
uh, to your point too, like um, for example, Jay Prince, known as the hip hop boogeyman. We didn't see Jay, we see more Jay Prince now than we saw tw- in twenty years because of media being what it is, right? Yeah. And so you have to be more careful and realize that when you like with the age that we're all locked in now, when you say shit in lyrics, if people want to look hard enough, if it's true, they're gonna find that story out, right? And especially if you're referencing shit like actual murder, like you're just an idiot, like you shouldn't be talking about that um so i think that stuff is important uh we'll see you know if people you know the thing is and now nowadays a lot of these rappers and these these cats aren't aren't really doing much right so i don't think many of them have real things to say at least a lot of the popular ones but the ones that do it's like look come on now like don't 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 incriminate yourself it's 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 yeah, man. like don't incriminate yourself um <laughs> but let's 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 bring up the energy so something that has been great for the culture in this quarantine right uh dj premiere threw a a party on ig live d nice Followed that up. He did something amazing that everyone was talking about on social media. Uh, Timberland and Swiss Beats actually did a battle uh, Mm -hmm. last night as well. And what do you think about, especially in time like this where people are quarantined, more so in some states than others. I mean, you were just talking about my state versus your state. But when people really don't have an outlet to the outside world, I love seeing stuff like this that is really lifting people up because there are some people that need it, man. Like I'm, I can say, luckily I have my family, so I'm not like depressed being at home all the time. I get stir crazy, but that's about it. But there are people who really, really needed that, man. And I, I, I mean, like really needed it because they were they were feeling in a dark place. What do you think? But you know what? I first of all, it's dope that everybody from just regular pedestrians getting creative and getting in a bag, but it also is humanizing. Uh, the entertainers, mm-hmm. you know, the athletes and the entertainers. Uh, I think one of the dopest things is that, you know, it's going to, it's going to catch fire after, you know, Erica Badu. Um, I, f- I think, I'm not sure if it was Anthony Hamilton that hopped on board, but they, these are cats that's going to do live concerts mm-hmm. on IG and to charge cats a dollar or two, that's just, that's brilliant marketing right there. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Sure. So, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I like it. I like it. I mean, even my family, we're going to dig into our TikTok bag mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and probably go on live a few times uh, during this quarantine. So, yeah, I think it's dope. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, it's really bringing the creativity out of people who aren't necessarily creatives. And that's that's amazing to just see people you know, want to interact with the outside world and doing it in the means of the doing it. Like this, if nothing else, should show the world that there is some damn positivity out here when we actually stop focusing on shit that doesn't matter. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love seeing that, man. Something else. Challenges are, are now becoming more of a thing. Push up challenges and everything. But specifically in the music industry, Tyga had his I Need a Freak challenge and Danny Lay uh, had this Levi challenge. And they are just, you know, it's it's really helping people get through, man. And that's all I, I usually don't talk about this type of stuff on the podcast, put it on our topics list. But because it's really like people are almost forgetting about what we're going through and just having fun with these challenges, man, I think is, is important for the culture. I think we need to highlight and I think we we should get yo TikTok you need to highlight at us because we're giving you free we're giving you free promo right now. But they have really set the bar. Yeah. They really set the bar. I've seen Tiger all over it. You know what I'm seeing? I've seen Chris Brown all over it. I've seen Braun all over it. I've seen a lot of athletes 
So uh, yeah, like I said, it's given this this isolation <laughs> has given people a lot of time to be creative, build courage, confidence in a lot of people. And like I said, TikTok gives you that platform where it actually helps you. So you don't have to be as creative because it helps you be creative. Yeah. Also, the um, the, I know it's kind of come and gone at this point, but the uh, the switch challenge where people were doing the turn off the light thing and switching clothes. Like it's it's just yeah people are really bringing out their creativity man so more power to them hopefully that keeps going uh and doesn't change but you know all positivity is all good at this time and and day and age man because it's bad out here man <laughs> it's bad yeah 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 that's yeah. for sure well we are gonna get into our first break when we come back we're actually gonna talk about two new albums that dropped this past weekend uh which the weekend uh we'll be right back after this <laughs> dumb, dumb. <laughs> welcome to technical file the sports podcast you never knew you needed it's your boy t-i-m-k-i-n-z the number three aka go go power ranger yeah this the black ranger it's me aka mr give it to me it's ash catch him in his bed <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> And that's us. I mean, we have four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right, bro. So two albums we got, man. One that 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 was playing uh, uh, peekaboo with us, but finally dropped. Childish Gambino is who we're going to start with. He dropped his album officially titled 31520. What do you think about this album? You get a chance to listen to it? I listen to it. Yo, that album is definitely not for me. <laughs> not one bit. Of, and so I listened to it and like, I would say early on, it started to sound like some, it was a little Prince-ish to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like at, at the beginning, there were two tracks that I was kind of like, it's okay. But no, overall, I didn't, it wasn't for me. Overall, it wasn't for me. It, you can tell he got in some type of bag with that with that project right there like i don't know where his head was at when he created that because yeah. i don't know i don't know what kind the only sound that i can compare it to is is something that prince would make kinda you yeah. know what i'm saying outside of that i couldn't really tie it down to anything i don't know where he was going with that it okay so i'm not gonna the say album tracks are long i don't i don't <laughs> can you break down the album tracks <laughs> like the titles and every like so really, I think this is one of those things that when you when the artist is like really just they want to just create and they don't because like for example like Fifty Cent is came it, out is it the is it the Kendrick Untitled album but, but see Kendrick Untitled was experimental but he still was dropping bars throughout here like this it is was, it was good but it was still something that was it was like here yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this is and that's what this is. It's completely experimental. Um, there's a little bit of everything on this album. I wouldn't even know what genre to put this in. Um, what I'll say is that some of the tracks I I enjoyed, but some of them it's like at this current like that's that's what's so weird about dropping a project like this right now. Like I get it, we're all locked in. People are going to consume media and music whenever it's dropped. But do people really want like some of the funny like on twelve on twelve thirty eight? That song is just witty and funny as hell. Do you think like is that really the time right now for that? Like I don't know if it's I, just my mindset that I'm just not like I I don't want to consume this type of stuff right now. 
I mean, I'm, I'm, unless he unless he heard us and said, I might as well take advantage of the marketing uh, the the marketing genius that I have created and just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Not nah, yo, I did. I really didn't understand this yeah. uh, album at all. And then didn't some of the the what he did with some of the vocals, like I don't know what effect that was or distortion or whatever. It was just like if you would have just sung it, it probably would have been dope. But like you like adding all these effects, like the uh, the duet, and I think I talked about it last week when, when it when it played play Peekaboo with us. The thing he had with Ariana Grande, I'm that that that's the the only song I can see myself going back to for sure. Um, but other than that, it's just it's highly experimental. You put me in a different mind state once the once the, the it warms up outside and we're happy and we're not all locked in and we can be back to enjoying life. Maybe I'll enjoy parts of this album more, but it's so I it's so there's weird. sunny out here. I listen to this See? outside. Yeah, I, I no, just, it's not. I don't. I don't. It, you have to put this under double alternative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Um, but you know, I think it's good that artists get to do stuff like this. If, that, if this is where his mind was right now, but I I need an actual album. Uh, Donald Glover. I, I I like his last two albums. I've loved this one. It was just like. I don't know how to feel about it, man. I really just don't know how to feel about there, it. There's two, like I said, there's two tracks towards the end. I think one of them is 3824 or something like that. And then there's another one, 45 something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, in Within those songs, there are certain parts of the song where I'm like, I'm really digging this. If this was the whole song, this would be a good track. But it's like the beginning and... It's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's like it's like it's like him and Jordan Peele directed this together. <laughs> I feel that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's definitely weird, but you know, I'm sure somebody loves it. Um, I haven't really looked. I try not to look at any reviews for albums until after we record about it, just because I don't want to be influenced by it. But I I can't wait now that we're that we're done, going to be done recording, to go and see what like some of the reviews are saying about this, because I haven't read a single one yet. All right, but the next album, one that I'm really excited to get your perspective on, the weekend after hours. What do you think about this one, man? I got two now. I did get two for sure tracks off of that album. Okay, two for sure for sure tracks off of that album. But yo, my wife asked me. She was like, because when she heard me playing one of the tracks, mm-hmm. she was like, "How could you listen to that whole album?" I'm like, "What you mean?" She was like, and my sister in law had told her she was like, "Yo, this sounds so depressing." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's his M.O. Like, that is The weekend. That's yeah. what type of content he puts out. But he will have a few tracks. Matter of fact, I, I hit y'all up on Twitter. Um, and one of the tracks is called, oh, I can't think of it. He, I forgot what it's called. But I tagged you and uh, yeah. Mary in it. And I'm like, yo, this is... This is like some some persuade like some Satan persuasion type, yo. This yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like I'm looking at the album cover. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not gonna say I didn't care for it. It was like, you know what? I expect a lot from him because he has a great voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he can sing to me, but his track selections is. I don't know, man. Unless he went through some major heartbreak, like God, Lee, this cheer is a, up, bro. This is a breakup album. This this is a breakup album. <sighs> He's been broken up his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. So while as like Donald Glover's album felt a little too experimental for the mood that that we're all in as a country right now, 
This felt like this would push somebody over the edge of jumping out the fucking window. My my <laughs> wife said she was like, "How could you listen to an album like this? This sounds so depressing." Like, the the thing, like, this album was made for somebody whose wife filed for divorce right before this the 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 lockdown, the quarantine, and then they're in quarantine, and all they can do is sit around and think about it. This is the album that person would listen to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. Like you said, he has a great voice. Uh, that gets him through um, through a lot of these songs. I, I would say the production on this album overall is really solid as well. Um, I, does Weekend write his own music? Yeah, he has to. Yeah, yeah. He got to. Because I, I don't know if you could have the mental strength to write down somebody else's depression and yeah. then and then bring it to life. That's just too much. And if he is doing that, golly, he's a strong human being. Yeah. I mean the album the album opens up with a song called Alone Again. And like if you're already if you're already depressed and listen to that, that's like I said, this is just this is the album that nobody who's depressed needs to listen to. Like if I knew somebody who just went through some shit, I'd be like, don't even like please just give it six months before you listen to this weekend album because I'm worried about what your mind frame will be afterwards. What is he dating Kalani's all the time? Like I I'm not I'm not getting it, bro. I don't know, man. I don't I don't I really don't know. I mean, and I try to separate like the tone of the music from being able to to review the music overall as like a whole, as like a complete project. And it's like I I I can't say that anything is sonically wrong with it. It's just again, move the message. Yeah, the message. Like what what were you trying to get across from this? Like I can see if you were trying to portray um, I'm getting I'm getting through a breakup and I'm coming on the other side and I'm stronger. Like and you and the album took you from depression to going through to being back okay. But it's like it just gets sadder and sadder and sadistic and like are you about to kill somebody? Like what that's, what's happening? But, but that's my but that's my point. And I and I and I I'm about to put you on the spot. Okay. But give me give me your top three R and B artists that make great music after going through a breakup or pain. And or pain. Sam Smith. Okay. Um, Usher. Okay. Um, like we're talking whole albums or just like a track. A whole, either or. Um, Mary J. Blige. Okay, cool. Because the the last two that you said, those are in my top three. Okay. Right. They made great music yeah, though. Yeah. Not one time did I listen to an album or and or a track and say, okay, there's this is a slip my wrist type of track. Yeah. You know, Usher yeah. had one of the greatest. Uh, I'm not thinking about you tracking. You don't have to call with the fire ass video. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That got cats up dancing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and we already know Mary J. Blige work. Um, yeah. So it's just, nah, man, I, these young cats can't date. And now, you know what? Selfishly, the reason why I critiqued him so hard is is because of his voice, mm-hmm. and I feel like his voice is not is his voice is putting out the wrong message. Period. He could put he could be putting out way more classical R and B tracks right now. If you if so if you had to um put him with somebody right like lock lock a producer to work with or or another artist to work with to get some different type of music from him than the sad, sad depressing thing, who would it be? I would sit him in a studio with Usher, uh, DeBrat, and JD. Okay, I, 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 that has no holes. <laughs> you got it all covered right there. That has zero holes. Um, yeah, man. I just, I, I would, I would really like to see the weekend. Um, and I get it. This is his thing. If, like, I, artists have to be true to them, right? If this is where he writes his music at when he has to be in a dark place, then that, then that's what he has to do. But I would really love to see 
like, cause his voice is so dope, and so many people try to imitate his voice that just comes naturally out of him. I would just yeah. like to see him just make this a ballad. Can we get a ballad from from the weekend? Like, does anybody make ballads anymore? Can we just get nah. one? Man, hey, where you know what would Ja Rule be doing? You're like, yo, call up Ja Rule. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, Ja Rule can definitely help him out because he definitely helped J Lo out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, well, there you have it, man. I I got nothing left on this one. Trash bags though, we didn't do trash bags for either one. How many trash bags you giving Childish Gambino? Ooh, solid five, <laughs> solid five trash bags. I gotta help my son take that shit out. <laughs> oh man, uh, for me, Childish, I probably give it three and a half because, like, I really think that put me in a different place. I may like some of this music more than I did, man. So I'm gonna give it a solid three and a half trash bags, which is still bad. Which is still bad. Uh, what about the weekend? Four, four, and his, and that, and that hurt, and that hurts me because I expected more out of this album than I expected out of the, the Childish Gambino. Yeah, man, it was fucking trash. Uh, yeah, I got to give it two trash bags myself. A lot uh, of trash we just took out. Yeah, we just took out a lot of trash, man. I was, I was, I can't wait to re- review Joiner. I haven't listened to Joiner right now, but that Will track got me hyped. So I'm, I'm hoping the project has that whole vibe. And surprisingly enough, what I will say. I want to turn this into the Joiner podcast, but uh, out of the like eight tracks he's released from that was supposed to be from the album, only like four of them are on the album. So this is majority of his new music. So I'm really looking forward okay. to digging into this album. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's it for the for this segment. We're gonna get into our second break. When we come back, we're gonna hit you with the last topic for tonight. You are now rocking with socially unacceptable. Socially. Unacceptable. You are now rocking with socially unacceptable. Socially unacceptable. Uh, that was hard. That was kind of dope. That was hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Baylor. So I uh I wanted to talk about I, I try to avoid like even on my solo podcast I'm trying to avoid talking about coronavirus so much but I want to talk kind of about the effects and how it affects our music concerts and our festivals and live events. Like I think a lot of people are having this, this mindset that after all this is done two weeks later, we're going to start getting everything announced and people are going to go to concerts and movie theaters again. And I really think that people are going to, even after this died down, people are going to be very hesitant to go to, to events with huge crowds of people. So how do you think that's going to affect the music industry uh, for like the next year going forward? Um, the, the next year going forward, let's just, let's just hope that by the middle of summer, everything is starting to get back into mm-hmm. being normal. So I don't think next year would be an issue, but I think the rest of this year, I think we're going to be a little, like you said, a little bit hesitant on being around each other, being in a large, in a, in a large crowd. I don't, it, if it, it will affect the music industry. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it would affect the artists per se. Okay. Um, unless they're under a shady contract to where, you know, they, they can't be creative without getting, you know, the bulk of that, uh, what they deserve. But I mean, with all these, uh, these, um, these platforms that they can use, um, 
they can be more creative. And this is also giving them this, this is giving them a time. And I know that you don't have to be quarantined to, to do to to make music, but this is almost giving you an excuse to just sit still and really work on some music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you really have all excuses in the world. I just want to be home with the family. I'm more yeah. concerned about my family. You could be locked up in your house making some great music weekend you know what i mean so um i think it's a positive i think it's a positive look for the artists and the entertainers uh and even you know the amateur and professional podcasters this is a chance for us to dig in our creative bag and to really get prepared uh for when it's time to show your brand on the outside in the outside world yeah it's going to affect a lot of people um a lot of businesses and a lot of um the music industry because we won't have live concerts um the netflix comedy thing you know what i'm saying that's that's affected you know what i mean yeah. so is a lot of live stuff is being taken away from us but this is a serious thing and i understand it so when it does finally come back again we will be hesitant but we also gonna be itchy to get our ass outside yeah and i think the thing is is going to be like if people are smart especially looking at like what people are doing now uh with having concerts on social media like even if you want to do it a venue do a small venue with maybe like 20 people because even then they may be pushing it but let people buy tickets to watch you digitally like sell them for 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 between three and five dollars for them for them to log in and be able to watch the concert as we start easing back into this and like you said by summer next year as long as this stuff is completely died down and we don't go through a coronavirus season next winter as well then people will be more apt to go back to these larger events and stuff but Right now is the time where people need to get creative. It's the time where labels need to get creative. It's the time where things like the Tiny Desk concert are going to be even get more attention because that's what people are going to use to see each other live and maybe we see some new platforms rise up because of this maybe we see spotify use it to do to do something uh to where they 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 air concerts and let you watch it through their app like this is the time where people really need to start thinking about it now because people are going to be dying to see their artists because there's there's probably like you said a lot of artists who are going to come with music now towards the end of this year whether it be mixtape or full albums that maybe we wouldn't have gotten before because they've just been locked in lab and able to create like if this, if we're going to ever get detox this is the time if we don't get detox <laughs> if we don't get detox now hey, we're never getting it it's sad to say that the coronavirus can't even bring out a goddamn <laughs> yeah, yeah. detox okay these hey look the cold part about it detox might be the goddamn cure you know what i mean <laughs> shit no but you know what one a key thing that you just said is these um these online streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, yeah. uh, this is a time for you guys to be like, yo, uh, behind the scenes uh, recordings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With these artists, with these entertainers, you know, even in the even in the sports world, stop at one of these celebrities' houses or just have them film the footage of them working out, getting back in shape. Absolutely. You know, so. There's a lot of different things that you could do with just, you know, your phone, your Mm -hmm. iPhone, your Android, whatever you have. Record yourself recording music, writing down music, uh, coming up with music concepts, video concepts, all kind of things that you could be doing right now. You know what I mean? Like uh, a lot of uh, uh, entertainers and sports players is taking um, um, advantage of Twitch. Just people watching them playing video games because they're being more human, mm-hmm. being more pedestrian. So this is a perfect time for these streaming companies to take over. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, 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 and you would hope that they're thinking about it. And, you know, I know a lot of artists, too, like, whatever they're working on, I'm pretty sure, even if they're not posting on their social media, they're recording all of this. Like, we need we need coronavirus documentaries, how the album got made. Like, there needs to be a lot of creative content coming out, whether it be on their YouTube page or the these, they sell it to these streaming sites for, uh, for a fee or whatever, because I know people who would love to see, like, I... You, I would love to see what somebody like Kevin Hart's doing at a time like this where they can't like they can't get out. Like and that's taking it away from music. Like him being in the house, like if he whether he's cracking jokes or, or interacting with his kids and his wife or whatever, like he's a funny dude just day to day. So I would love to see like what he's doing at, in quarantine or something like that. Like there's a lot of opportunity out here. Um and we'll see who who's ready to capitalize on it and who's not. I'm going to tell you right now, you Will Smith, uh Eddie Murphy, yeah. Kevin Hart who you just said, Will um uh, Martin, these cats can reenact their own sitcoms or their own stand-ups at home, just like TikTok does, yeah. where it just do, do when you do the voiceovers, and they can reenact that scenes in their house, and people are going to watch that. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if they're doing their lines over again; they're doing it in the kitchen with their kids or their, you know, their 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 parents or something like that. They're going to watch that. Yeah. I just finished watching. A thousand TikTok videos of the same damn content. It's just been Mega the Stallion challenge, Tiger challenge, the same challenges over and over again, but different people are doing it, different styles, and it's just their own creative styles, and it's dope. So take advantage of it, people. Yeah, hey, let's see. We'll see all where right. it goes, man. All I can say is that, um, yeah, if 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 they're not, if these streaming services aren't reaching out to artists right now, artists aren't ready uh, for it. I can create something. We can make that money. The Breaks Radio, we'll, we'll figure out a way to air your 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 concert. So like, get it get it over to us. But no, nah, seriously, I um yeah, I'm just and the music. Like I'm really see excited to see what projects comes out towards the second half of this year because I I if if I know some of these artists like I think I know them they they in the lab like if Kend if Kendrick don't at least drop an untitled tune, I I'm gonna question what the hell he been doing this whole time. Yeah, I feel like the summer is gonna be a a, a big one. Yeah. Yeah, for a sure. lot of music coming this summer. For sure. Well, bro, I got nothing else, man. You got anything left? No, y'all stay in the house. If y'all, if y'all don't have, if you do not have to be outside, I know how tough it is when you got kids running around, and you know you didn't binge watch All American three times. Sit down. You know, just sit down. Uh, do us all a favor. Don't go to Venice Beach and play basketball. Okay. If you walk the dog, make it a quick walk. And uh, go to the supermarket as you choose to, and get and get the things that you need, and get back home, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Even then, like it's somebody like um, like I don't know if you saw it or not, but Slim Thug has been diagnosed with coronavirus, and he said literally all he's done is be at home and left to like get gro get groceries and come right back home, and he still got it. So like, it's important to get your ass back in the house. And wash mm -hmm. your goddamn hands. Yeah, wash them, please. Yeah, yeah please do. Uh, but <laughs> go ahead and give them your social media, Baylor. At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. BTG for president. Overrun with BTG, a part of the Red Science Network. Yo, I'm back on that PS4, PSN, Baylor the Great, number one. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. That's at The Breaks Radio. And you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio at gmo.com. We are the number one podcast for the culture, and we're out. Peace. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm feeling like Will I think I'm a prince, I'm feeling myself I'm loaded with bills Cause I wasn't blessed with no Uncle Phil Don't know how it feels I wanted to flex, they told me to chill I'm making a flip My life is a flick, I blow up the film I got me some paper Hired a butler and got me a waiter I wanna get married But none of my shorties remind me of Jada Or maybe I'm just too afraid to settle I wish I was planning it different I think it's a phase, I'm very conditioned I'm stuck in my ways, I'm scared of commitment I'm very conflicted I got the drip and I'm saucy, ooh ADHD, I'm a bad boy I think I might just pull up in a Rari, ooh